Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente, this is Ish. And, and this, this is season, season two, two of Better Let Me Tell You. A book about beanstalks and whatever, whatever, whatever. Marie the baguettes. Marie the baguettes. Hurry up. I never saw the live action. Neither did I. No? Because that's one of your favorites. It is my favorite. If I would have seen the live action, let's be honest, it would have been with you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Poor Emma Watson. Okay, so when are we starting? Already there. Oh my god, you always catch me. <laughs> Damn it. I mean that Dateline has a podcast. I think everybody has a podcast nowadays. Well, literally, <laughs> clearly they do. With that said, everybody, welcome to episode 76. Welcome, Here we are. Welcome. 76. Oh man, we're 24 away from 100. Oh yeah. That sounds so triple digit. Well, it is. I think about our first our first, well, well, we'll think about our first when we reach our 100th <laughs> anniversary retrospective. Oh, we're going to have a retrospective? Of course we, we are. We should do it like on sitcoms where they're like, remember when? Oh, yeah, yeah. then you. And then we do like a little musiquita. <laughs> I think that's harder to replicate on audio. 
I always thought in those episodes of sitcoms, challenge did they, accepted. Did they get paid the same? <laughs> because they did less work. Like, how was their table read? <laughs> I have such a quick table read. Yeah. Especially the Golden Girls ones, because all those recollection episodes were always around the table for the cheesecake, cheesecake. So yeah. they didn't even change scenes. <laughs> anyway, everybody, welcome to episode 76. Here we are. Welcome in. Bienvenue. Welcome. Oh, my God. And I know we say this a lot, but that's it. It's August. Summer Labor Day. on its way out. Well, I mean, Labor Day means the end of the summer for the rest of the country, not for us. Well, but it means the end of the summer for us in the sense of like, you know, yeah, people have to start school and things like that. Yeah. You know, like it, it's symbolic ending. Yeah. Like oh. starting school and all that. And, you know. Oh, you got to go back into your early morning routine. I don't want to talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, I have to say that this week we posted something on our personal on our Instagram page that I didn't think was going to get that much traffic, and it did. Which Apparently, people were very into the Fountain Blue mural. <laughs> oh yeah, I had no idea that, that was going to get us so much like reaction, I, so much engagement. I posted it because I thought it was a little bit like cute, like oh, remember the Fountain Blue mural, you know? But but you know what? It's one of those nostalgic I even, things. I think we even gained like ten new followers. It's one of those like nostalgic things that like. You know, maybe you don't even think about. Well, I do because you know I have the memory of you. an elephant, and it's me. Right, and you right. know, I could be a curator <laughs> of some sorts. Do it, but um, but for a lot of you know, most people, most mortals. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you immortal? Is that well, when it comes down to that stuff, you know, I'm a total. You're like a demigod. For um, that. I could. You know, it's like really weird. This is like really weird. If you're going to say it, I and don't I've, know what I've it done is. this. I've like gone to international mall. And I've like gone store by store and tell you this is what was here in 1985 when the mall like was in its. Infancy. And who were you giving this tour to? I will give it to anybody. Who will <laughs> anybody listen. who will listen. Yes. So and there's the, just a lot of like Asian last, tourists that are held the captive. The last store, not not counting the anchor stores, but the last store in International Mall. I mean, obviously this is only re- relevant if you're a local of Miami. The last store of International Mall to um, like stand proud. Uh, no, 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 not including the anchor stores. Oh, oh. To be of the original like lineup of stores was Copies Uniform by Sears. That's not there anymore. No, it recently closed. Oh, it's funny you say that. The other day, um, this other Instagram handle, Only in Hialeah, mm-hmm. um, which you know we talk about Hialeah a lot on this uh, podcast. Really? Just a little bit. But they posted this whole retrospective on their stories about um, Westland Mall. Oh, yeah. Like a whole retrospective. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is so fascinating. Who knew? That Hialeah page. Um, um, uh, only in Hialeah. Yes, yeah. only in Hialeah. So a shout out to I only in Hialeah. Only in Hialeah through a five. Yeah. They, whoever writes that page. Knows their shit. I mean, I've, I've like texted him. I'm like, listen. Or because, her. We because, don't know. because you know I'm a total geek when it comes down to history. And yes, I'm, yes. I'm, that's, that, that's your thing. I'm that person. But I'm like. I've I've read stuff that I'm like I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, whoever curates that page and like they really know so their stuff. Know. They know their higher. Yeah. They 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 know their stuff, but it's like very well written and all that. So for those listeners who want to take time travel back to Hialeah, no, I mean seriously, you know we we poke a lot of fun of Hialeah, but Hialeah actually has a very rich history. Uh, Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band is from Hialeah. I was gonna say more that El Hipódromo, you know the the. Well, I'm sure he played the there. track brought presidents and dignitaries from around the world, but what? that was kind of the route that I was going. Psh, whatever, but you know, did they make a little love and tell us to get down tonight? I don't think so. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> and that's what we're talking about in episode seventy six. <laughs> there are worse things to talk about than Casey and the Sunshine Band. Anyway, 
So, speaking of uh, worse things to talk about, <laughs> I wanted to start with um, kind of a, this is not a fun topic, but kind of definitely a Latin, a, you know, Latin-based um, conversation. Okay. So, it's funny because I was, you know, when I was thinking this week of stuff to come up, you know, that I wanted to discuss in the podcast, you know, usually some of my sources are, um, you know, things I see online and mm. like either NBC or, or whatever. Well, and now that the dispute is over between CBS, CBS Sunday Morning. Oh my God, yes. It's back in your life. Yes. CBS Sunday Morning will be back in my life and yes. The View is returning G- yes. September 3rd. So I will be all whole well. again. All is all well. All is well. So I saw this article and then I looked it up and read more on it about an Air Force member being called, quote, distasteful okay. for speaking Spanish while in uniform distasteful yes so there it's so here's what happened so Sierra Mercado is okay. she's in the Air Force and she was in uniform okay. and she was at a Starbucks I mean apparently things go down now in Starbucks who knew <laughs> like who, who knew that little bare-breasted mermaid was who knew such that, an that was gonna be the hotbed of social oh, like social reform uh, yes I mean Starbucks <laughs> she was in she was in Starbucks okay and there was a lady mm-hmm. who went up to her okay. and told her that you're speaking another language that does not represent America and that uniform you're wearing in, in that uniform that you're wearing that is very distasteful. Who was she speaking to? The woman went up to tell her <laughs> who, that. No, but who was she? She was Air on Force? the phone there. She was on the oh, phone. Oh, in other words, it was none of your fucking business who I'm talking she to. She was on the phone with a relative Again, or something. None of your fucking um, business. And the woman went on to say, I don't know how you are allowed to wear that uniform. Right? So this is because she was. Wait, hold on. <laughs> this is because she was. She was, she was, she was she, <laughs> Not, not while we're recording the podcast. Me siento a flutter. So, the, and, and listeners, he's not kidding. Like, so, this is while she was on the phone, maybe with a you know family member or whomever. Whomever she, she felt like. Spanish. So, basically, she was told that it was distasteful for her to uh, be speaking Spanish on the phone while she was wearing her uniform. Mm-hmm. And again, the woman said, "You should not be allowed to wear that uniform because you're speaking Spanish." Mind you, what did what did Sierra? So did she say she's beat is automatic? She is Puerto Rican. Okay, which is American. so she's an American citizen, right? Right. Right. So you know the woman, you know, obviously, at all in retrospect, the woman was like, "I wear it proudly." And that mm-hmm. was kind of her response. She didn't really get into. She didn't stoop to this bitch's level. Right, like I'm she gonna. Didn't. She didn't. But <clears throat> obviously. It goes to, you know, this goes to a lot of what we've been talking about, of right. a lot of, um, you know, now all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but it's come to the forefront or a lot it's more, more, more per- pronounced right, and, and, more and um, observed. louder observed right. of, you know, these comments that are being made, you know, over Hispanic centrist thing. Coincidentally, coincidentally, so I had this in mind uh, to bring it up as a topic this week okay. anyway. Coincidentally. Okay. Today, on my personal Instagram, I come across this post of somebody who I've been following for years. and Somebody I, you actually know or just somebody who you No, follow? somebody that I follow. Okay. I, I don't really know him. Um, but I've been, you know, been following him right, for right, years. Right, so right. I guess I know him via Instagram. Right, exactly. Right? It's, but it's not somebody um, who you know, know. Which I actually did not know that he's part Hispanic, but he's part Colombian. Okay. And he posted a picture of himself get it, with a Goya. <laughs> we love Goya. We do. A Goya. Well, co- because I mean, si es Goya, tiene que ser bueno. Of course. Of course. <laughs> with a Goya coconut, coconut water. <laughs> did you hear what I was saying? You were going to say coconut, coconut, coconut water. Water, a coconut, coconut water, water okay. with a Goya coconut water can. 
And he, in his post, was explaining how, obviously, because he's part Colombian, right. um, he grew up, you know, coconut was, like, very staple in his yeah, yeah, it's household. Yeah, something that was there. Goya, obviously, is a staple of any good Hispanic household. Even some bad ones. And he, was, he lives, I think, in upstate New York. And he was okay. saying how when he was... Um, paying for you know or buying the coconut water oh, okay, okay. at his local supermarket there was this old woman who kept looking at him kind of like weirdly and she finally said uh he put it in here i bet that tastes like shit <laughs> and and his answer was don't knock it till you try it but then he he, he puts on here on his post that like what, after what after her... after he was like you know why does she say this to me like right. why do you what think prompted you know her? what prompted her if i would have been buying you know the fancy rihanna coconut water would that have been okay right i forget the, the brand of the rihanna isn't it, isn't it coco viva coco viva but you know coconut water kind of made like a comeback yeah there was a, a few the, years yeah, ago and everybody had their own and, brand you know right. he was thinking was this like racist was she like looking at because it was goya or does she just you know? not like coconut water you know um <laughs> So, you know, like little comments like but that. But why did she feel the need to go up to somebody and say that? Like, Well, but that that, that goes to what we're talking about. Say, but regardless of whether it was going out or could have been to what, what, what we're talking about. Like, you know, he, he thought, like, was it the Hispanic thing? Because Goya is clearly a Hispanic, a Latin brand. And everybody Correct. knows that. Correct. So, you know, again, if it would have been another coconut water brand, would she have been like... Whatever. Whatever, because it's not, you know, it's not a Latin brand. So that goes with, you know, with the story I was talking about, the lady in, in the uniform mm -hmm. in her military gear that, um, you know, is this something that we're seeing? I mean, we clearly are seeing it more, but... And I'm I've told you before, I don't know if it's that we're seeing it more or we're seeing it more because also we have more social media and everybody's videotaping things. Mm -hmm. So whereas before, maybe it was happening as much before, but we didn't have the equipment to recorded as it's happening where we do mm -hmm. now or people maybe weren't as vocal before right no or maybe they were but, 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 but now but, you've got this you know you've got a camera but i guess the question is do you really believe that people nowadays and because i mean to me that's a form of racism i don't do you believe that people are just more blatant about their racism because that's something that we've talked about here in the podcast over and over and over again whether it's against you know, uh, black people, gay people, Hispanic people. Do you feel that people are now just more blatant and open and proud of their racism? They're just proud of their <clears throat> ignorance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna expand the circle. They're proud of their ignorance, and it's, you know, uh, you know, I saw something either today or yesterday, which was, you know, um, if you speak English and Spanish, you can speak to eighty percent of the world's population. Okay, English and Spanish, yeah. Why would you not want to expand your horizons? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why would you not want to, you know, explore other things? There's always been, mira, ya me cerrado siempre existido. There's always been people who can't, mm -hmm. you know, and let's not even go down that route. There's always people who will tell you, you know, even amongst our own people who's like, no, pero yo no sé por qué tú viajas tanto, total. Si yo aquí, yo voy, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it's not, you know, being that close-minded in general is nothing, it's not a white thing. But to your point, I, I think that we are in a place right now where when you have certain people in in positions of power, administrative, you know, whatever, who are just kind of coming out there and just being like, you know, oh, those people are sons of bitches. And this is, you know, the president of the United States. Well, then if somebody at that level is just going to go off and, you know, quote unquote, tell it like it is, mm -hmm. as they like to, you know, people like to say, well, then why can't I? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Right, I this mean, is one of those things. The... This is one of those things that, like, 
you know, pe- people know that Apple... pe- people that that support okay, the uh, president are going to say are going to say, well, you know, people that are racist are racist, and the the president didn't make them racist. I agree, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think the president. I don't think anybody can make somebody a racist. You are, or you aren't. You either are a racist, like you're, or you're, not. you're either left-handed or you're not. Man, mira, that I've tried to be right-handed because we live in a right-hand world, but it doesn't uh, happen. Those desks. Uh, oh, tra- that's trapper trapper keepers. Oh yeah, you could never have one. I would buy my trapper keeper only for looks. Oh, and I even had the designer series. Remember, you, you would just store stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, I would just store stuff in it. And I had my designer series was the one with like the big wave in the front. Oh yeah, yeah. the classic one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I don't think the president or the administration has made anybody racist but i think that again when you have from from the top you have somebody saying go back to where you came from right uh you have somebody you know um not stopping white supremacists right when they say something right. you know it's not stopping rhetoric right. immediately mm-hmm. not distancing themselves immediately you know that that's that's a very dangerous and very like as subtle as you want to to paint it it still it doesn't help because you also have to remember <laughs> that a lot of people that you know people that are ra- I mean, I'm not going to say a very bold statement people that are racist are stupid <laughs> well by the three racist listeners we had sorry you know, sorry so, to lose you no seriously you know i i would i would like to think that people that are racist are are not level think level headed or right, or right. rationally you know, rationally think mm-hmm. or, or process things. Yeah, and we're not talking about like casual old people racism either. <laughs> yeah, casual old people. No, you know what I mean? Like, you know, casual old people racism. Like when you're driving through like a bad neighborhood, they're like, Pon el en el carro porque tú sabes. and then they like, you know, they, they, ¿Qué pasa, they, USA they, racism? Right, they, right, they, do that, they do that thing where they like, they, they rub their finger on yeah, their hand, like, yeah. you know, to denote. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like, okay, but that's still pretty in, bad. <laughs> but we're talking about steeped in like, they don't deserve to live racism. Um, I mean, Oh, I mean, well, racism. I see racism as racism. Um, but you, okay, but you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that there's people that because of their generation and where they that's came where I'm from, coming from. Thank we you. can't expect them to it, join us. Well, it's as, not that. Yes and no. Yes at and the no. same level as quickly. Yes and no, because I know a lot of people that are very old that are not racist. That's not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know a lot of people that are very old that are not racist. All old people are racist. The, Avenue Q has taught us anything. It's that. No, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Um, but the point is, oh my God, you and your nonsense. You made me fall off the train. You know, derail myself in in this conver- this serious conversation. Um, no, I just think that when you have when it's coming from the top go back to your country you know uh he goes to these rallies and people are chanting things that are inappropriate i mean they always 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 put the video of john mccain when that lady called uh barack oh, obama yes. uh, uh, a muslim or an arab you know yeah, that she yeah. was afraid of him and john mccain was like no he's a decent man you know he's a decent family man and a good person that you know i just have different uh, political i disagree opinions. with yeah. it's like that was in 2008 and that could have been like 20 lifetimes ago because we're yeah. so far removed from that time. oh yeah, yeah no no no, it's crazy but i mean i i just think that it's it's terrible it's it's absolutely terrible that this is where we're at now and i mean i think that you know what's the worst part about that whole situation with with the lady in the air force again she's puerto rican well there's that she's there, american there, there's that but it's uh you know 
ultimately, I do know also that, you know, once you're in the military, you're trained to always, you know, maintain your composure, respect, et cetera. Because, you know, that, that's kind of drilled into you. But had this woman had what I think would have been a natural reaction from any of us to turn around and just be like, well, I think it's disrespectful of you to be such a bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. She would have pulled out the, she would have pulled out the camera and then it would have become, you know, service woman, disrespect citizens. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It would have, the, the, the rhetoric, the, the, the storyline would have become, you know, this is why we can't let these people serve for, uh, you know, for our, for, uh, you know, you you also have to you can't even give them a taste of their own medicine mm-hmm. because then there was you a, become the reason that they said it. See, see, I'm there right. There was this video of this woman uh, a couple of probably like a <laughs> m- month or two ago that went viral. That she she was they were in line somewhere. Mm-hmm. The the woman was in line somewhere, and in front of them were these two black ladies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that she got annoyed that the two ladies, the black ladies, were. I, I don't know what annoyed her. I don't know that they were talking loud or they something annoyed her, mm. right? So she started having words with the ladies, mm. you know. And obviously, in the day of video phones, right? Every you know somebody started recording right. it, and she. An altercation ar- 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 arose mm-hmm. between the two of them, and it was being recorded. And the two ladies, the two black ladies, were like, like they, whatever. They were, they were, they were sassing like, it up. They were yeah. like, whatever, yeah. you know. And they were going back and forth until the white woman throws out the N-word. And the two black ladies were like, oh, you went there. Yeah, she, she threw out the N-word. So then... She gets interviewed. And we know black people hate being called narcoleptics. She, man, stop it. This is not a joking matter. The white lady gets interviewed by the local news. Okay. And the, the reporter was like, listen, I mean. Regardless of not, what happened. Regardless of what happened, yeah. you used probably one of the most offensive, offensive words, yeah. and most disgusting words that exist to, you know, refer to somebody. Like, right. and I mean, don't you like think you should have not used that word? And she goes. No, because I was provoked. And that's how they were acting. So no, I don't... Like, she stood very proudly over the fact that she used the N-word. And it's like, that's the type of stuff that I just... You know, how rational I am. I just don't understand. I just don't understand how anybody thinks it's okay to use that word. How anybody thinks it's okay to tap somebody on the shoulder and be like, sweetheart, you're speaking Spanish. In a, you, to in some, an to American, not me. You know, in an American, in a um, military uh, uniform. And that's distasteful. How anybody will tell you, you know, stop what they're doing and tell you that must taste like shit. You know, referring to the coconut water. Those are the things that I just don't understand. Like, why the negativity? Like, what? what why? Why do you have to stop what you're doing to go and offend someone? Because these are miserable human beings. And they're not happy unless everyone in the world is as miserable as they are. The majority of these people are upset for whatever reason about the miserable shithole lives that they live. And so when they see somebody else that they can just rag on, well, guess what? They're going to jump at it. And then now your day is shot to shit. And so guess what? Ahora tu ta as upset and as pissed off and miserable as they are. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was, uh, as I think we mentioned it in <gasps> the last episode, if I was a lady in the uniform, I would have told her sweetheart, the United States doesn't, doesn't have, have an, an official, official language. language. Why don't you go check on that? Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> Google that, sweet cheeks. Google that. <laughs> That's what I would have told her. Smooches. 
<laughs> or I would have been like besos. Incredible. <laughs> like it's incredible to yeah. me. It's incredible to me. I. Okay. How, can, how do, how do can, I explain there, this? Can, how do I explain are, this? There are genuine. There, I've seen genuine things happening that bother me that I don't go up to and make a comment about. Okay. I would think this is this is me and my rationale. See, but okay, that's a problem. You have to I would think that if I'm going to be a defender of the U.S. and everything the U.S. stands for in American culture, American society, American history, blah blah blah, I would know my shit, right? Right, because if you're, you're gonna, if you're gonna defend it and you're gonna be like that, you know, up against balls to the wall about it, at least no, right? The fact that a good majority of Americans don't know that Puerto Rico is an American territory of the United States, and therefore they're American citizens, right? That yeah. blows my mind. It's like how many Americans know? How many Americans know the five? Do you know them? Um, the Puerto five. Rico? The five. Um, so it's, it's Puerto Rico. It's Guam. Yes. There's one we go on a cruise to. Saint. You're getting there. You're getting there. Thomas? Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm stumped. Aruba's not one of them. No. Uh. I don't think Trinidad or Tobago. American Samoa? Oh, we have, there's an American Samoa? There's there French. is an American See, Samoa. See, I always think of French Samoa. <laughs> there's an American Samoa. Because I always Samoa. think of the cookies. And the Mariana Islands. Oh, I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> By the Mariana Trench. Oh, well, okay. That makes sense. Okay, I do three out of five. Sort okay, of. it's more than well, most you, people. Well, you at least know Puerto Rico, which is like, I know Puerto, it's a big one, right? It's right, the big right, one. Right. It's right next to the United correct, States. Correct. And J Lo's from there. I mean, well, that's yeah, that's true. J Lo, Mark Anthony, Ricky Barton, really all the best. Yeah, I mean the best. The be- it really is. Yeah, they gave us you know menudo. I know, right? So many wonderful things. So many wonderful things. That's why it's La Isla del Encanto. they gave us La Isla Bonita. Uh huh. Nope. La Isla Bonita is not about Puerto Rico. It's not. Hello, do you just fall from the tree? Uh, catch me as I fall, please. No, the Isla Bonita is not from any specific island. Oh, really? Nope. But it was filmed there. I don't know if it was filmed there, but the song is not from any island. Really? Yeah, I know. She kind of like messed it up for me too when she said that. No, look, look at Madonna being all sneaky, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's probably yeah, underneath her eye patch. Oh my god, this Madame X persona of hers. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next persona. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of them. She's a cha-cha instructor. She's a teacher. She's a spy. Maybe one of them she'll she's be a prostitute. A- no, maybe one of them she'll be an HR manager. <laughs> <laughs> As we were saying last week, with a name like Madonna, you can't be an HR manager. Yeah, but that'd be great. Or Madonna like, from accounting for her next like the next single. It's just her like in business suits, lots of polyester. <laughs> so anyway. You've diverted me so much from this like serious topic. Well, because a little levity goes a long way. No, but this is a serious topic. I agree with you. I'm not just take. I'm not taking away from the the, the seriousness of it. I I just I, I don't know. It's incredibly disappointing. That's distasteful. It's incredibly disappointing and just it, it's disgusting. Whatever happened to polite society? Remember know. when it was like impolite to talk about, you know, religion, politics, and you know what I mean? Like you kind of like you, you there were certain topics you just didn't bring up because you didn't want to have arguments. You didn't, you know, you you, you there were other things. To I think talk that about. I think that nowadays it's it's a collision course of social media and um, the the president 
the president. Well, twenty-four because because like, social okay. no because so no 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 because social media, as we always say, is the best thing. You know, yeah, the best it's, thing about social it's media and it's is that gave everybody a voice. The worst thing is that it gave yeah. everybody a voice. You know, um, there are a lot of people on social media who go onto social media just to be critical of things. Oh yeah, right. Just to spew. and to say it as it is. Yeah. So that aligned aligned with you know an administration that says it like it is. You know, no matter who they're offending, says it like it is. Whatever. I hate when people say that shit because it's like, I'm just telling it like it is. And then it's like, okay, I'm telling it like it is too. You're an asshole. Speaking of the administration, there's something I wanted to bring up because I thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> so, hold Did on. Kelly and Conway get a puppy? Oh, I, that would be that would work wonders for her. That would, can't go any further. I love how, how critical her husband is of the administration. Yeah. I think it's great. Thanksgiving dinner in that house must be great. Ugh, you thought you had a bad... <laughs> So, do you know that an official photographer, I believe it's an official White House photographer, who is apparently no longer working for the White House after this. Oh, God. What um, did he catch? Admitted that the inauguration pictures of Donald Trump were altered. But okay. Helen Keller could tell you that. I mean... <laughs> I just think it's so funny that he admitted that. Because do you remember, I mean, you know, that was such a thing. That was such a thing. And it's like, who cares? Who cares? Whether you had the biggest turnout ever or the smallest, who cares? You're still president. Who cares? That's and it. Sean Spicer was there on day one. It is the largest, you know, uh, inauguration that has ever been viewed in humanity. And it's like, okay, right off the bat, we're coming up with, you know, shit. If only we knew then that that was the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> You know what's so funny? I, I would, I would, I would pay for those days to come back. You know what's so funny that a not you know a couple of weeks or whenever it was that she said it that Kellyanne Conway coined alternate facts. So I watched Meet the Press. That was a few. That was a while back. Yeah, yeah. I watched Meet the Press on Sundays, right? But as you can imagine, because CBS Sunday Morning pre dawn. <laughs> so you you were just like staring at a right. blank screen so, for a while. So Meet the so Meet the Press. And um, and all these other political shows on Sundays, I DVR them because right. you know I'm watching CBS Sunday morning. Right, that above all else, <laughs> right? So, but that day, something told me, you know, let me. You should watch this live today. Oh God! You know, and I'm and I take you know I recorded CBS Sunday morning. I'm like, you know, a little voice inside of me was like, you should watch it live today. And no, I Jane Pauly today. And I did. I did watch it live. And I'm like, wait, did Kellyanne Conway just say alternative facts? Wait, is this a thing? Like, I remember thinking like. She just said alternative facts. Like, you know when you catch something, you think you're the only one who caught it? you're like, no, I couldn't have heard what I just heard. (laughs) Because that means that I heard something that was just innocuous. So, yeah. I mean, he he says that the pictures were cropped in a way Mm -hmm. to make it look like there were more people there. Okay, so it wasn't so much that they photoshopped it per se. No, it was it's, cropped in a certain way. It's just they basically um, cropped the excess. Right. And I'm like, again, who cares? And secondly, it's like, this is so like 1984, the book. The book. Let me refer to the book. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I'm like, I don't remember Reagan being this obsessed. <laughs> no, this is so like 1984, like changing history. But it's okay because his people are going to love him and no matter what we say. Why can't people admit when they're wrong? I mean, just why? Why? Anyway, how's everybody doing? Are you enjoying your drive? Yeah, I mean they're better than than Epstein. Bueno. <laughs> oh my God, that whole situation. So I guys, and you're hearing it here first. Um, I have the real scoop on what happened. 
So Trump actually has a secret phone mm -hmm. that he uses to keep in touch with Hillary. Mm -hmm. And he called her up and together they actually went to Area 51, mm -hmm. broke out ALF and ET, mm -hmm. and went to the prison and killed Epstein. When they went to the prison, did they take the spaceship from Flight of the Navigator? They tried. But they couldn't get into it? They couldn't get into it. It was Not even said compliance. Right. So instead, they went with the one from The Last Starfighter because mm -hmm. it was a little sleeker, mm -hmm. stealth, and they were able to get in. And then they took... While they're at it, they should have gone on a pirate ship, taking the one from One-Eyed Willie and the Goonies, and you know... Total? Nobody was going to notice. Total? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would have figured it out. It would have been huge. Oh, God. I mean, look, I'm not going to mourn for the man. He was a piece of shit. But... I have never seen so many people running to a conspiracy theory as I have with this. I don't know too much about it in terms of his suicide. Correct. Right. I mean, well, I don't know too much about it to discuss it. Correct. Correct. At no, no, length no. here. But, well, actually, I wasn't even going to talk about that. I'm just talking about to your point of earlier. Doesn't it just seem like everybody is all into conspiracy theories lately? Oh my god, yes. Bueno, but we've talked about this on here before. Like, like now, everything is a conspiracy theory, and yeah. depending on which side you fall under. Hillary had him killed. Trump had him killed. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No, Odie, that's going to be, you know, Rita Ora had him killed. <laughs> See, the other day I was speaking to somebody and we were talking about like a, you know, a bit of a heated topic. And he's like, where do you get your news from? I'm like, multiple news sources. As you should. As, as you should. Listeners, as you should. If you're only getting and, and news I, from one place. And I was like, I'll tell you who good. I don't get my news from is Facebook. And I was like, and honestly, I check it from multiple sources. And one of the sources that I value the most is the BBC. Because I like to say what I like to see what an international and foreign news right. uh, story kind of the uh, organization has to say about things going on in the US. So I even get it internationally. He's like, Oh, I don't trust any news source. And I'm like, okay, so, so where the hell do you get So your where do you from? get your news from? Oh, I get it from websites. And I'm like, But but Okay, but websites can be just Are they skewed. Right, websites, I mean, but is it like op-eds or stuff like that? Um, so it's like, okay, I've always believed, I, I, I've always believed this. The media certainly has a bias. Of course. And it could have a bias. And honestly, even though I'm, you know, a liberal and I'm a Democrat, I've always thought that the media has a little bit of a left-leaning bias. I, I do believe it does, um, but there's a difference between having a bias and having like a f just outright lie, fabrication of something, right. alternative facts, alternative <laughs> facts, like you know, fiction, total fiction, and it's like okay, so where are your conspiracy theories coming from? Oh, so yeah, Scientology. Okay, anyway. Uh, oh no, oh Leah Remini, that show's coming to an end. Well, no, eventually it was going to have to end. No, yeah, you know? yeah. They're it's... ending it with like a two-hour series finale, like with a bunch of experts and psychologists and all that. Mm, they should do a musical number. <gasps> oh, my God. I want that to happen now. They all just come out and they're like, Zenu, Zenu. And then they lower L. Ron Hubbard from the heavens. Did I tell you the time I ended up in the Church of Scientology? Nope, but now you're gonna. So we were <coughs> in... Um, Chico, what the beach by Tampa? Um, St. Pete? No. Uh, the Gulf? The Clearwater. We oh, were in Clearwater. Clearwater. And um, it was one of the David Cook uh, oh, okay. outings. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really cold. It was like really, really cold that night and windy. And it was in downtown like Clearwater or downtown. Were they offering cider yeah. and hot chocolate? So, yes, they were. <laughs> 
it was actually freezing. It was, it was really cold. And I just went in like a long sleeve t-shirt. Right, right, right. Because I'm like, you know me, I never it's get Florida. cold. Yeah. No, and I never get cold. So all, you know, all you girls, like with scarves and all that stuff, whatever. And there and I you, was. You and your things to prove and that to nobody but yourself. Well, you know that I'm never cold. Well, this is true. You, your house is like the friggin' tundra. But but I'm always like I'm always hot, right? But yes, I do. So I was like, okay, it's a little chilly, whatever. And then when when we get there, we sit down. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my god! It, it was, was like in the 40s with like wind, ooh, right? Okay, the wind is what kills you. And I'm like, okay, I need to find a like store really quick and buy one of those like stupid scarves that they sell in like the little plastic bags that are made in China. Whatever, I need to find something, and I couldn't find anything. And I was like freezing. And the Church of Scientology, because I didn't know it was in based in Clearwater. Oh, that's right. Yeah. D- they had a very beautiful building there, right there where the concert was happening. And they had like refreshments and <laughs> hot tea and hot beverages in this beautiful lobby where they had all their material on like Dianetics and all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that's how they get you. I'm coming in and I'm coming in because I want those lemon cookies those lemon drop cookies were they good they were so good <laughs> scientologists are great bakers. they were lemon drop cookies with like the um, the white icing <gasps> oh, oh like lemon bars yes oh. oh my god they were so good so i'm like oh. i will shut my mouth and eat your cookies and your tea oh i'm sorry leo remini but that sounds delicious <laughs> yeah they were very inviting well, that's how they get you. They didn't get no. I ate their cookies, I drank their tea, and I got the hell out of there. But you didn't drink the Kool Aid. That's I the did difference. not drink the Kool Aid. Right. Nope. Oh, nice. Right. <laughs> oh boy. So well, that's where they get you. So I want to bring something up. Okay. That this is like a twofer. Ooh, I love a bargain. It's something negative. Oh damn it. So we were just talking about lemon bars. It's a little bit with something that you've talked about before. Okay. About clickbait. Ugh. And. I want to talk about clickbait, but then I want to talk about the article that I was baited to. Oh, okay. Okay? So, if I read this to you, tell me what you think the article is going to be about. Okay? Okay. Community group opposes museum for Pulse nightclub massacre. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I mean, that there's somebody who does not want a museum to be erected for Pulse. The inference probably being that there's some type of anti-LGBT overtones. That's exactly what I thought, too. Okay. I thought, oh, community group. 
Right. When you think community group, especially, you know, something pulse, right, right that's LGBT right, right. oriented, that's exactly what you think. I go, oh, here you go. The Westboro Baptist Church or uh, whatever, or, yeah. you know, whatever family values, you know, See, whatever group is opposing, you know, the building of a memorial. That's what I thought, too. Okay. And it wasn't. <laughs> At all. So, well, let's talk about it when we talk about the article. Okay, okay. okay. Because I want to focus on the clickbait. Okay. So I know you've mentioned this before. What are we, what are we, what are we, our take on this stupid clickbait? Because this clickbait thing, (sighs) here's the problem. Like, it's funny because you were one of the first people that mentioned it to me. Like, I kind of knew what it was and I knew it was happening and I would see it, but I I guess I didn't have a term. Right. You know the term. And you were, I think, the first person who told me that term and now it's like everything is clickbait it's clickbait so here's, and, and what i find is that the clickbait is so off yeah of what it actually is well here's here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna put on my uh my advertising hat as it were so what's happening right now and this is this is gonna sound probably a little dry so listeners i apologize um obviously media is more fragmented than ever Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? That for advertisers, it's harder and harder for them to get people to to see their message. Mm-hmm. Now, in the digital space, you see all these ads that are on any any website that you go to, right? Any website you go to has you know all the ads and, and what mm-hmm. have you. In the beginning, with digital, in order to buy those ads, you would have to go to each respective site and buy them. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they have something that's called programmatic buying. Uh-huh. Which is essentially where what what we'll do, what we'll do is we'll set up a profile and we'll say, I have client X, I want to target adults eighteen to forty nine who like cars, have pets, um, vacation twice a year, and, you know, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Then it goes out and it searches for these people, and what happens is that now it's going to serve and it's through Google, it'll serve an ad on any website out there so what happens if you don't serve an ad on your site you you know you don't get paid now if you don't have people going to your site you can't the, the page doesn't load you can't serve an ad so what happens all these other sites you know i'm talking like smaller sites but even some of the bigger sites are, are guilty of it as well they want people to go so that the ad can be served so that the, the pixel will fire the ad will be served and then they can make money so that's why you see a lot more clickbait now. Yeah, but so okay. that people so that people will but, go but I could, and they can I could, make okay, money. But I could understand from an advertising perspective. But the clickbait that really bothers me mm-hmm. are these headlines. But that's what I'm saying because those this headlines headline, exist. Those headlines exist because they ha- they have to get you to click on something. That's like to, when we talked about money. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez does not support the uh, trans community. The, uh, Mario Lopez. Says that parents who support transgender kids, it's dangerous uh, for parents to support right, transgender right. children. That's not what he That's said. not what he said at all. Right. And there I was clicking on the being like, oh, Mario Lopez, how, how can you say that? And I'm like, <laughs> but that's not what he said at all. That's right. not what he said. Right. And that was from a big that's reputable what I'm saying. news It's not source. just these niche And sites. again, like I read this thing from Pulse and I'm like. I thought the same thing you did. I'm like, okay, here comes See, who has the ultra conservative okay. organization saying that, oh, uh, you know, a uh, the children, the children, save the children. <laughs> you know, the memorial of these people that were slaughtered. You know, you know. that memorial is going to, you know, Affect destroy children. our children, our children. Yeah. You know, our children. You know, <sighs> um, that's exactly what I thought. And then I read the article. I'm like, but this is so not what the article's about. 
So it's just it's, it's really <coughs> excuse me. It's really annoying, and I guess this goes into into play with you know todo that we talk about about you know the news nowadays and yeah. I mean, everybody's fighting for for their attention, and you know, unless you have viewers, readers, visitors to your site, you can't make money. And ultimately, it's about the advertising dollars. And as horrible as that may be to say out loud, that's what it comes down to. Do you know, I'm sorry, this because this is your industry. Oh, I don't, I don't have any secret Do you know cows. that I think advertising does not affect me? Um, and if it does, it does very little. There's something to be said for for what you're saying. There's something to be said for the opposite. I'll never forget that there was a professor I had in at UM who said, advertising can only do so much. If you advertise to someone who does not like a product, you can expose them to that message for 24 hours. They are not going to buy your product. I don't like Dr. Pepper. I can see as many commercials for Dr. Pepper in the world. I can think, wow, it's a great commercial. Wow, what a catchy jingle. Oh, yeah, the Dr. Pepper, you know what? But I'm not going to buy Dr. Pepper. Right. I don't like how it tastes. You're not right. going to reach me. So that, that you know, but I also, with me and me personally, mm-hmm. with advertisement, is that I always know they're trying to get me. True, but I think a lot of like the I, times... Like, I catch it. I'm like, they're trying to get me. A lot of the times with advertising, though, it'll be... There's there's something to be said about awareness. Sometimes you're not aware a mm-hmm. new product has come out into the market, or mm-hmm. you're not aware of a new flavor or something, or, or what have you. So, you know, there's that, because from you don't always necessarily make a purchase right away, either, from when mm-hmm. you're exposed to advertising. So, if... Um, I'll use Coke as the example, when they came out with that orange vanilla, mm-hmm. um, you know, flavor... I actually wound up trying it, but it's not like I heard it the first time and I was like, oh, I'm going to go try it, mm-hmm. you know, but I knew it existed because I saw the advertising. Right. So I know that on Instagram, I know that on Instagram, every fourth post is a sponsored, a, sp- sponsored. I just, I don't even look at it. You know, the funny thing I'm sorry. is sometimes I do look at it because sometimes it'll be a product that I'm interested in. Nope. Really? Nope. And anything that comes out on my screen, I know because I know they're trying to get me. No, fair enough. I'm not saying that I don't know they're trying to get me, but sometimes it'll be a product that actually piques my interest. Nope. I, I, I mean, like it'll be a store that sells, um, like comic book statues or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I'm not saying that there's never been an, uh, an instance right, right, where right. I've fallen for it, but I seldom, but seldom see, that's do. the thing. You're, you're saying fallen for it. I, I'm saying. There have been instances where I'm scrolling through and I'll see something that interests me. Mm-hmm. I know it's an ad, but it does pique my interest because I'm like, oh, this is something that I may want to buy or, oh, that looks cool. You know, it's not that they didn't trick me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know it's an ad. Yeah. Well, you know, trickery. Trickery. Well, let's get to the second part. Of- yes. So tell me about the article itself. So the actual article, and I thought this was like a relevant kind of issue that we could talk about so the community group opposes museum for pulse <laughs> nightclub massacre the community group is a group of people who want the site to be turned into a memorial not a museum not a museum so what hap- what's happening is that so okay wow, so that's so not the same thing as what that headline exactly like exactly I, I read the article twice because I'm like am I missing something because like this is not <laughs> what I thought it was gonna be so there's so there's the pulse 
organization um i forgot the actual name mm -hmm. but they, it's the nonprofit that was created by the owners of pulse right to um you know collect money to open up a memorial and a museum i i mean so this is okay, what's okay, going okay, on okay, okay, a okay, memorial okay. and a museum okay. obviously for the museum there'll be an admission charge okay the owners uh, again of that nonprofit are the formal former owners of Pulse, which are being sued by several of the victims' families really? for, um, you know, uh, bad security, for... Um, Insufficient whatever. ...security right. at the night of the shooting. Okay, hold on. And they're opening up, you know, their proposals to open up a memorial, mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's... I don't know if they're going to demolish the club. Have you been to the site? No. I've been to the site. I put it on my personal Instagram. I went to the site last year, and I mean... Like any memorial site, mm -hmm. it, I mean, it really, really it touches you. you and hits you. Um, the Pulse one in particular really hits you because it's the same building. The building is still there. Right. It's not like it happened somewhere. And it's not like when you go to the 9-11 memorial. Right, right, right. It's, the it's, buildings are gone. It's a new... Right? right. So, actually, you know what? Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, the 9-11 memorial? Well, memorials in general. Okay. Do you know what's a really pet peeve of mine? And I'm sorry if there's anybody who's listening who's offended. I, I don't memorials mean are offend. a pet peeve? I don't mean this to offend anyone. When people go to like the 9-11 memorial, and the reason I'm, I'm saying the 9-11 memorial is because it's, 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 for, the biggest, it's the biggest terrorist attack in the U.S. all intents and purposes, though, it's a tourist attraction. And it's it's the most recent one. And people start posting selfies on on their you know, yeah, yeah, Instagram social. or whatever. Of them, like, here I am at the 9-11 memorial. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah, no. It's one thing to take a picture of the buildings, of the grounds. But it's not the moment to be like, you know. Hey, everyone. Like doing duck lips. It's like, hey, everyone. I mean, I've seen people on Instagram yeah, kissing, like, a romantic picture at the 9-11 memorial. And I'm like, are you serious? See, that's distasteful. Are okay, oh, Very there we go yes. i mean are you serious like are you serious this is like yeah. the final resting place of like 3500 people or more i forgot the exact number and you're like here taking selfies i mean come on i actually i've been to the 9 11 memorial several times i've taken pictures of it i've never posted them on my social media because it's like i i you know i especially me and my social media i try to be positive i i don't need that negativity in my social media and and that you know at the end of the day as especially again the 9 11 memorial that is a tourist attraction. It, we just have to face it. It is a tourist attraction. Yeah. But at the well, end the of the day, the same way Pearl Harbor is. It, it is. It yeah. is. Um, but at the end of the day, that's the final resting place of you know thirty five hundred thousands of people in a horrible way. In a horrible way. Yeah. So let's not like also kind of glamorize this in yeah. in a way. It 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 it. it, it it, I, I think the the design is beautiful and it's very um, it, you know it's very stoic in terms right. of it, it, the fountain. It, it conveys and all that. a sense of beauty and of tranquility right, and all right. that. But I mean, come on, people, have a little bit of like taste. Don't be distasteful. Um, but the pulse one in particular, mm -hmm. I went last year and it, it's it's just terrible because. It's big enough that they have, like, you could tell that the families of the victims have, like, their own little space. Like, the, the victim that I think about the most, I don't know their names, was the kid who died that he worked at Universal and he was dressed as Harry Potter. 
Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the, the one all, I think all about all the be, pictures because that they of, showed. Yeah. So there's like a little space for him that obviously his family probably put up and his friends of yeah. like pictures of him and they have that for most. They have the lady who died I think with her son. Yeah, who had gone out that um, night. Um, and and you know I've. It's very moving. It's very, very moving. And again, because it, the Pulse nightclub one is like a smaller space. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a corner. It's, it's well, like it's a, a corner. It's a club. It's a little building. And, it, and, it, yeah. it, and the building is still there. You look right. at the building and go, oh, my God. That happened right there. That happened like in there. In there. Like yeah. these guys went in there. Like we would go any night to whatever establishment and yeah. boom, literally. Um, and, you know. So, so the big thing in that in that thing is in that discussion mm-hmm. is should they open up a memorial, or should the owners of the club open up a memorial and a museum, charge people, and potentially capitalize on it? So, what are your thoughts? I I actually want to ask like a museum of what you know what I mean because it's not I don't even know how to put this you know it, it it's it's such a small it's not horrible. It is a, it's tragedy, but it's a small-scale tragedy. So, for instance, whereas with the 9-11 memorial, you have, you know, the girders. You have, like, there's just a lot that you can, for better or worse, create a museum around. What is the museum here really going to be about other than what seems like a bit of a cash grab? Or, the, or the, generating the, money to pay back the lawsuits, if you the will. The 9-11 museum... I see what you're saying. The 9-11 museum, not the memorial. The correct, museum. correct. The museum, is. Yes. You know, it has like the fire truck. Right. It has um, the flag. Right. And, you know, it has um, a lot of artifacts that right. they discovered the, from the victims. The notes, the missing and, signs, everything. you know, like filing cabinets and stuff like yeah. that. You know, and, and the Twin Towers were something that was very iconic. Correct. It was very part of have our you society. Gone to that museum? I have not gone. Yeah, I was part of our society, and th- that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, okay, obviously you can make a museum and you can have a section on each one of the victims and about them and their family and whatever. But aside from that, like, what are you else? Are you? I mean, because I thought, okay, maybe there could be like a a whole section about a, a, a whole. Um, yeah, a whole part of the museum about like the LGBT, the struggle, the trajectory. The, right, right, right. I guess you could have that. Um, but again, we don't know enough about what their their plans are right, for a museum. Right. right. So I the, definitely agree with doing a memorial. Yes. I think a memorial is is in good taste. It's it's something that if done right, you know, it, it also it gives the families a place to go and mourn. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the most important thing with any memorial, whether it be the Nathan Memorial, Pulse Memorial, those things that they put on the side of the road when somebody, you know, dies. That mm-hmm. It gives the family a place to to direct their grief. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. Yeah. You know, but so I agree with the memorial. I, I'd i have to hear more about what the museum is. Right. To say. And the museum, I think, would be in a different site. Well, I'm surprised they haven't demolished that building. Because I think they don't know what to do with it. But okay, there's nothing. I mean, what are you going to do with that building? You, you, yeah, you, but I think that's the thing. They don't know what to do with it. But I mean, again, it, all, here's what you can The they're, only thing you can do is demolish it and either build a new building or put a parking lot. There is like litigation and all that. And also where that building is at, it's kind of it's kind of like weird. It's like a commercial area, but it's not a commercial area. Like I remember I parked in front of somebody's house to... Really? Yeah, because the the the... 
the Pulse nightclub is on the corner of a block. And that, where the club is, it's on like the main strip. Okay, this sounds kind of like um, Azúcar, which is here. It's right off of Cor- it's, it's Corway on the main La Trinity Pico. But when you turn into the side street, yeah. it's residential. It's residential. Same thing over here yeah. with Azúcar. So it's kind of like a weird area, kind of, sort of. Yeah, okay. No, but um, I know I know exactly the type of area you're talking about. Yeah, like I parked in front of somebody's, somebody's house. house. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't get mad. I'd be like, I'll be right here. Just let me know. I don't, 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 please don't tow the car. But um, have a have a burger piece situation. But anyway, um, yeah. Which, by the way, anybody who goes to visit DJ at his house, do not park. That's another. That's a story for another day. <laughs> but um, anyway, que tienes tu para mí? No, I really don't have much this week, to be honest with you. I, you know, it's it's just been a very long week at work. So it's one of those weeks where I'm like, I'm just tired. You're tired? I'm tired. Just sweet fatigue. Yes. We. Oui. We, uh, oui, yes. Tú necesitas, tú que tú necesitas, que alguien te traiga. I'm so tired. You, okay, te, you have chronic, chronic fatigue syndrome like Dorothy. You know they played that episode this week. <laughs> It's like, I can't wash my hair. <laughs> so you know what I was watching this week on YouTube? I was watching Gabasa USA. Oh. Because, well, we've, well, to our listeners who watch Gabasa USA, you know that when they start putting like the marathons on PBS or whatever. It's always the same like four or five episodes. There's episodes they leave out. Yeah. yeah. They leave out my favorite episode. What? So my, my favorite, I have two favorite episodes, which are the garage sale. Oh, well, yeah. And when they go on TV. <laughs> oh, that's the pilot. No, no, no. The pilot, no, the pilot is, is Camisita de Quince. No, when they go on the TV, that noche, una noche con los peña. Uh-huh. Right? I work in these streets. <laughs> the number of times that Jose and I say that to each other but, on a weekly but basis. One of my favorites is when they're going to Spain, when they want to go to Spain. España Española. España Española. Catholic, Catholic, Catholic. And it's so funny because now when you watch this, in a, I mean, I've seen these episodes like a hundred yeah. times or more. I think I've seen it more than a hundred oh, times easily. per episode. Um, but it's funny because as a kid, I remember there was a scene in that episode when the one they want to travel to Europe, that right. they go to the travel agent, that Iggy is like, hey, where do you think I could go snor- snorkeling in Europe? And he goes, Loch Ness. <laughs> and like, I remember being a kid and not, not getting, getting it. it. I'm like, what's Loch Ness? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> but, 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 but. There's so funny. There's a scene in that episode where the travel episode when they want to go to the, to uh-huh. Europe that a Marta comes dressed like una her cultural appropriation. Yeah, her she, cultural she, appropriation. She's yes. all gay shut out. She's all gay shut out. And she's like, oh, oh. and when she comes in in her like geisha <laughs> outfit, eh, Adela dice, "Ha llegado el pecado de Hiroshima." <laughs> No, no, La Venganza. La Venganza de Hiroshima. Doesn't she call her also Madame Butterfly? No. No, no, no. But then there's a part that is like, now as an adult, you watch it. Of course. And you're like, oh my God. The shade que tira la vieja. Oh, la vieja was all about. There's a part que Adela, they're talking about Europe. And el viejo, Antonio, asks her, oye, Marta, because Marta was talking about how many times she's been to Europe and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he goes, Oye, Marta, cuando ha ido a España, ha visto los toros. And Adela goes, Niño, como ella le gustan los cuernos, claro que ha visto los toros. And he's like, Adela. And she's like, I had been insulted. But knows. as a kid, you have no idea what As that a kid, means. I had no idea. I'm like, oh my God, she just called her a whore. <laughs> I'm like, the shade que tiraba oh, Adela. God. 
Oh, God. Well, actually, we were able to recently meet Pepe Peña. Yes. Which was, he was lovely. He was. He was absolutely. We haven't. Have we talked about it on here? We have not talked know. about it on the podcast. We had the little, a little Instagram a little thing. Instagram thing. Yeah. So he's um he's in his eighties now, and he's a painter. And yes. actually, have, we're actually looking at the piece that. that was, well, that, we that, met Manolo Villaverde. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepe that's Peña. true. That's true. Manolo Villaverde. That's right. Who played Pepe Peña? And it, it's funny because you said something that night um, when we were, you know, kind of we're looking at his pieces and and what have you, and you were like, "Tiene de you know. De persona mayor, mm-hmm. but every once in a while mm-hmm. you would hear it, and yeah. it was, it was that voice, yeah. that iconic voice that you grew up, you know, just listening to every day at three o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. on Channel Two. And if the podcast gods are good to us, yes, we may we have him on the show. May have him on the show. We're that's, trying to make things happen. Yes, that's that's uh, where I th- I think it's if it was a magic eight ball, it would say signs point to yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and you thought we got choked up with Maria from Sesame Street? Yeah, the thing with him Wait. is the thing with him <laughs> is him. that I mean, he's done a lot of work. The, the, the thing with him is, it, like any actor that is known for a lot of yeah. for, for, for has that pivotal role, correct? That iconic, role, um, yeah. that iconic role. He's known for Bip Bip but he's, he's done a lot of work. A lot of people will forget, because it's been a few years already, that he had a major role in Marielena and Guadalupe, That's which right. were two very huge, yeah. enormous Successes, soap operas yeah. um, that was, were based here in Miami. He was also on the Nickelodeon show, I think, Ta- Taina. Uh-huh. He, he played the grandfather. And, and, and now he's like this great, amazing painter, he's beautiful which painter. you own a piece of. I do. And he, he paints with watercolors. Let me tell you something. Yo a la gente que pinta con acuarela le tengo tremendo respeto. That is not So, easy. I mean, he's quite the renaissance man. But, but I mean, he's definitely one of these people that, like, if we were to have him on the show... I mean, we, we, we spoke to him that night. We had, he was we had, so nice. He was, he was lovely. And, you know, that's somebody that we... Him, we really do, did grow up watching. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Like, I, I feel like in some weird way, he's almost like... Family? Yeah, it's like he's some type of weird surrogate grandparent or something. Yeah. You know, and it's just, and again, I, it's funny because, you know, when we watched the show, he was in his 40s. Yeah. And so to me, that's how he's frozen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to see him as like my grandparents' age, it's like, oh, you don't just exist. I eat in WPBT. You know, with yeah. the ding, ding, doo, 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 the little whatever, I still think that's my mother in the opening. Hey, coming out of Miami High? Coming out of Miami High. That's, <laughs> I still think that's my mother in the opening. She didn't even know it. That's probably some stock footage that they took. And this, do you think that Capaz USA had money to go film? <laughs> no, eso fue stock footage. Que estaba saliendo mi mamá un día ahí de high school. And the timing would have been right. Yeah, the timing was, listen, it all syncs up. So that's my mother. We'll never have an answer, but that's my mother. <laughs> that is. Uh, she has. She, she's in the opening credits of credits of one of the most iconic yeah. shows in Cuban American history. Yeah, and you know, we'll just never know. We'll never know the real answer to that. Because <laughs> I guarantee that if I show that to her, I'll be like, "Mommy, eso no se parece a ti." She'll be like, "Ay, Mike, se va a parecer a mí." Si, si en ese entonces yo pesaba más que you know, it'll be some type of yeah. like you know, or I never owned those pants yeah. or something. Uh, hats, ma- matching hats, Marvin. That's Aww. from the. No, we are we are Cuban. We are Cuban. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Yeah, but we've said it before that the thing with that show is that <clears throat> lightning in a bottle. It was lightning in a bottle. It captured a people, a place, and a time. 
Yeah. That show 10 years later, it was, I mean, obviously we still loved it, but it was a different Miami. It was a different culture. Everything. It, it captured everything perfectly. Yeah. That's why we really, you know, we relate to it because it was of our time, but it was yeah. like their family was like our family. It was, yeah. it was. Have you had anybody come like recently in your family? Uh, yes. My cousins that you know. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish the sentence. Who may have watched the show or you may have shown them the show or been like, oh, and they just, they don't get it, right? They're now. not going to get it. But th- they've never seen it. You know, uh, uh, that you know of. But I mean, just think about it. The show's in the 70s. Right. Uh, number one. Hey, 70s is a good time. But we that's it. I mean, 70s. that's it. Somebody who's 25 now is not going to care for a show of the 70s. They're not. Um, they it, it, It's of a Miami that's completely bygone. Yeah, that's true. That's not the same. The Miami doesn't exist anymore. The Miami from the seventies and eighties that we grew up in that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And it's of a it's of a clash of cube of, of a culture clash a, a culture clash that doesn't exist anymore either. Because those you know, like take for example in Kepasa USA something as funny and mundane as the American neighbor. Yeah, right. That's not really... Who was always a, had a problem with the rooster and had right, a problem right. with the people parking in front. That, that the American neighbor doesn't exist anymore. Well, she does, but she's just criticizing Air Force people. Exactly. Right. 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 She's graduated but from the, the rooster. The American neighbor doesn't really exist. No. Anymore. Yeah. That. that um, yeah. Acclimated. Yeah. And um, speaking of racism, that's well, the show of the show where where. Um, they meet where Carmen hooks up with the her computer her friend. computer friend who's black. Uh, Let me tell you something. Ta- um, Powell, Ger- his last name Jerome? is Powell. No, um, Tyrone. No, um, it's a it's a black name without being a black name. Oh my god, what is it? The com- whatever. It's his, going to kill me. His name. It's hilarious. That episode is hilarious. It's funny because you look at it now and I'm like, oh my god, it was so racist, but. It, but it was but so that was racist. the cult. That was the culture clash. <laughs> it was so so terrible. Um, but do you remember they remove everything from the living room? It's so horrible. La vieja, la vieja, and her, and she's like, "Mama, what are you doing?" Okay, you, it is horrible, but you know it's true. I mean, that's exactly what would happen even today. I think. <laughs> but then, but then, do you remember what happened in later that episode? The episode with the the black guy. Where the, the, the when your Cuban, friend Manolito was and when he no. comes in and he goes, I'm not black, I'm Cuban. Like, and duh. he and the American black guy's like, Wait, you like him? He's blacker than I am. God damn it. It's killing it's, me. It's now like this like, like ridiculousness the of, um, of the character. We'll look it up later. No, I'm literally like looking it up right now as as I'm talking to you because it's going um, to bother me. But yeah, that show that show captured a place in time that it it, it doesn't exist and, and there's something sad about that but well in some aspects it's good because you know the the whole racism aspect okay, fine. of that, that episode aspect, yes okay okay, 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 you know. okay, okay. <laughs> no 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 but i mean that it's not as universal as it as it was for a while there because again by the time we came to that show i mean también it's not like that show charles charles oh. charles was his name uh, it's not like when we were watching charles powell charles powell <laughs> it's not like when we were watching that show we were old enough to experience it in the 70s. You know what I mean? Like, when we were watching that show, it was the 80s. Well, already. no, but like, in the 80s, it was still... That's what I'm saying. But we, that, grew up, we grew up in a time where things took longer to change. Like, cultural mm-hmm. shifts weren't as quick as they are now. Yeah. Yeah, because when we grew up... When we were growing up... Yeah, because that show... I mean, some of those episodes came out before we were born. Right. Right. So, when we started watching that show in the mid to late Let's 80s... Let's say it was we 10 children, years. But, but that was still a reality. 
Right. Yeah, that's, because that, that's what I'm saying. Like now things change so quickly yeah. that it's something 10 years ago right. might seem nostalgic. I actually, now that we were talking about racism, I would compare that episode in specific, which is like kind of racist. I would compare it to like Archie Bunker racism. Okay. Because they laughed at the ignorance. Correct. Yeah. Right? It, it wasn't supposed to be emulated. Right. They you laughed were, at the ignorance. At the, at the they, ridiculousness they, of they it. They pinpointed how, re, you know, ignorant yeah. they were being. For God's sake, when Daron Agayo. Yeah, when she was like yelling at her mama, you know, put everything back, you know. Um, they and called it out. They called it out in, in humor, you know. Right. Um which, you know, humor is a wonderful thing. But anyway. It was a long way. Well, no, I'm thirsty. I am very thirsty. You go first. You want me to go first? We have reached the last soda. <laughs> it's the last soda. It's the boom splat. No, it's kind of, I don't know. You don't know where that's from, do you? No. That is a song from uh, Into the Woods. Okay. It's a musical. But that's not getting my last soda today. My last soda is actually going to somebody who we've given the last soda to before. Mm-hmm. My last soda is going to a friend of ours, uh, Alex Segura. Oh, Alex. It was a new book. His new book just came out this week, uh, Miami Midnight. It's the fifth and final in the Pete Fernandez uh, mystery series. And so for those of you who remember way back when, Alex was actually one of our first guests. Mm-hmm. Alex? Alex Segura was one of our first guests, and I've actually been reading all of his books. Um, we've gone to all his book signings, whether they're here at Books and Books in Coral Gables, or I, when I was living up in New York, I would I went to his book signings there. Um, and I just think it's great. You know, I mean, who would have thunk it? You know, Alex. I think he's the VP now of you know Archie Comics marketing. Um, five books. I mean, that's that's something to really freaking be proud of. Um, so I know he's going to be coming down here to promote the book at some point this year. Hopefully we can, uh, you know, grab him cause I know he's a busy guy, but maybe we can grab him for a couple minutes and, and have a little part do. We know um, it's not going to be a couple of minutes. Well, you know, we'll just, we'll, we'll corner him at the Miami book fair or something and we won't let him leave out of downtown area. But yeah, I just want to give it to Alex. You know, again, it's, um, I, I always say this. Anybody, you know, whether it's you, you write one book, five books, you made a short film, you made a podcast, you know, I always respect and encourage and celebrate anybody who's made a thing, you know, because it's very easy to just stand on the sidelines and be like, oh, that's stupid. That book's horrible. That movie was stupid. Your song sucks. But let's say, well, what the fuck have you made? Mm-hmm. You know, what have you created? And so anybody who creates, Content I, creator. Yeah. I, I, I really think that should be celebrated because you know what? A lot of people talk a lot of shit about it. Not a lot of people do it. Exactly. So, Alex. And sir, it also helps that he's an awesome guy. It's he's just His little girl is so cute. And we go back. We do go back. We go back. Like babies and pacifiers. Mm-hmm. No dog, no liar. Your fantasy hot like fire. I'm really waiting for my vinyl, Mariah Carey vinyl, to come in, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so my last soda goes to Aquaman. To Aquaman? Jason Momoa. Okay, because I was like, It goes wait. to Jason Momoa, not okay, Aquaman. Okay, because I'm like, uh, that's my territory. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so he is actually doing a great thing. He, You know, he's part Hawaiian. Yes. And he is one of the people who's protesting the uh, building of the telescope over at um, 
where he, you know, in Hawaii, they're trying to build a telescope at the foot of uh, Mauna Kea, uh, which is one of the mountains here. And it's this huge, huge, enormous telescope. And the problem is that in building the telescope, you know, it's it's enormous. I think it would be one of the biggest telescopes in the world. They have to drill into a water supply. Oh, shit. Like a natural water supply. And then, you know. Screw the environment, right? So, um, who needs the environment? I mean, we're just living here or whatever. And, um, and he, you know, he's protesting. A lot of people are protesting, but mm-hmm. he's one of the celebrities, I obviously, heard about this. because it's you know he's Hawaiian right. um, that is really up there protesting against it. And right now, because there's only one road in and one road out, they have successfully blocked. Oh wow! The uh, building of it. But you know what? Again, hey, I, you know, I just like you were saying that you give credit to people who create things. I give credit to people who. You know, protest and stand their ground. Stand their ground because if you don't believe, what is it? If you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. Damn right. And you know, and that's awesome. And I was reading on it. Uh, it's actually been on the news, and I was reading on it, and I just I kind of like him because he's married to Denise Huxtable. If it does, you know. So I mean, you know, I just love that entire family. The Huxtables? Well, I mean, yeah, even but, Cliff. But I, Cliff, Cliff stock has fallen. Cliff, but not Bill. Um, you know no, what? but I meant the the Momoa Bonets. Oh, the Momoa the Mo- Bonets. The, the, Mo- the Momoa Bonet Kravitzes. Because <laughs> I hay un me- una mezcla yeah. de todo mundo. He's like BFFs with Lenny. Yeah, they're all like, whatever, let's hang out. And now la otra, la hija, you know, is working with Nicole Kidman, who used to date Lenny Kravitz. And like, you know, it's just all good. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the Huxtables. <laughs> but I have to say, in my defense, Cliff was never my favorite Huxtable. Never. I don't think he was... I mean, he was the center, obviously, but he wasn't the center. Center no, for me, they gave a lot of the spotlight to the other to the other to characters. Me, you know who my favorite was? Vanessa. No, Chico. <laughs> it was Claire. <laughs> she was great. She was great. She was great. And our what's our favorite episode? I don't know what it's called. The big fun. Is it that what it's called? The name of the episode. I don't know the name of the episode. Oh, okay. But, the, but it's the episode where Vanessa careens in the middle of the night to, to Baltimore. The big fun with the wretched. No, she doesn't go to Baltimore. She goes, no, she yeah, does go she to goes, Baltimore. She goes to, to Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. It's a big fun with, with the, the wretched. wretched. Singing yeah. the wretched songs. <laughs> and, and, and I like when she's like, isn't it true that you went to go have the big fun? Now tell me, Vanessa, how is it that you did not come to have the big fun? <laughs> but you know what also came out of that episode? episode? And the other day you were there live <laughs> when it happened. When my kid, when Tristan, you know, <laughs> Tristan, like any five-year-old, goes oh, through yeah. stages. Yeah. And the other, day, the other day, Ish was there when Tristan was going through some shit. And I look at him and I go, do you know what stage we're in now, Ishma? <laughs> we're in Rage. We're in rage. So anyway, but um, but yeah. So Jason Momoa, oh, <laughs> Denise Huxtables. <laughs> I'm telling you, super cool. It's wonderful. Why not? No, listen, I'm all for it. You know, listen, you have great hair. <laughs> listen, he has great hair, and Lenny Kravitz is probably like 80, and he still looks 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because Lenny Kravitz is not. As young as he's he looks. In he's in his 50s. And like if somebody's more Lenny Kravitz is like, you know, 32, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Duh. Like, because the thing with him is that he he's also like a cool guy. Timelessly cool. Yeah. Like, like 
He's so cool. Like, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to wear a feather boa now. That's just what no, I'm going to wear a comforter now. outside. I'm going to wear that, that giant comforter. And, you know, but <laughs> wears that as a scarf. Yeah, and my <laughs> pants are just going to not have, you know. And I'm totally going to rock it. And, and everybody's going to be like, wow. Wow, look at him. Look at that. But you know what? Okay, seriously. Yet, has he ever been invited to the Met Gala? Seriously. I don't think so. Seriously. Other people would wear what he's wearing, and you and I would be the first one to be like, oh, <laughs> look, at them, look at them trying to be different. Trying to get uh-huh. the attention. But uh-huh. Lenny Kravitz wears it, and it's like, oh, because he's Lenny Kravitz. He could wear whatever the hell yeah, he You wants. just get a free pass for being Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> you do. He's never been to the Met Gala? I'm saying, I don't know. I feel that he wears the Met Gala theme every day. He this is what I'm saying. Themes. Maybe that's why Anna Wintour is just like, steal my fucking thunder. <laughs> His his daily life is a Met Gala. That's great. My daily life is a, Met, a Met Gala. That should be the title of his autobiography. My daily life. My is daily a Met life Gala. is a Met Gala. Oh <laughs> uh, well. On that note, <laughs> I don't know why I had to look this up, but Felicia Rashad, growing up. Her family moved to Mexico, and that's why she speaks Spanish so fluently. Ah, so in that episode, in that episode where she yeah, speaks, she speaks the, Spanish a couple times in yeah. in the show, and I was and I was always like, "Well, I mean, she learned Spanish, but uh, yes, there we go. She lived in Mexico. That's like in Que Pasa You Say Adela was ra- yeah, uh, lived she, in Tampa. She was born, no, in, uh, or born in Tampa. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so the episode where she was speaking perfect English it was mind boggling <laughs> as a child. I was like, How mind do, do that? That dubbing is amazing. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, doesn't her lips are all synced up? <laughs> anyway, on that note, everybody, we hope you <laughs> listened, laughed, and learned. Yes, that was episode seventy six. And as always, we hope you grab a pastelito, a croqueta, and a jupiña. And thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you guys. And I, I'm, I'm always slacking on this, but don't forget we are part of the Geek Pro Network. So check out any of our fellow uh, our fellow podcasts, Mamas and Merlot, who's going to be having the first live uh, recording soon. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, Mount Geekmore, Woobro. Um, also, don't forget, guys, to you know check us out if you're if you're on iTunes. Leave us a, a rating; it helps mm-hmm. us show up in the in the search when people are searching for cool new podcasts. Mm-hmm. And again, if you hear us on spotify subscribe you know just do all that fun stuff so that we can get more exposure because quite frankly we like the fact that a lot of you were listening especially over the weekend we had a surge in cliffside park in new jersey and i don't know why that was about but but hi cliffside park new jersey (laughs) new jersey listen a lot of people want new york but new jersey you really are the owners of the statue of liberty it's true the only reason madonna didn't write that song is because she couldn't figure out how to rhyme jersey to anything well but was she able to do it with new york dork (laughs) <laughs> results may vary exactly exactly and that should be our outro song exactly. <laughs> bye bye Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.